Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Welcome to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. This is Dr. Dan. Freedom Forum Radio is for you, faithful listeners, no matter who you voted for or what political party you belong to. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is not about politics. It's about principle. It's not about candidates. It's about conscience and the Constitution. Like the name implies, this is a program about freedom, individual freedom, your freedom, where it comes from, what it means to you, and most importantly, how to hang on to it. You're listening to part two of this very special interview with Jeff Lewis on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. You know, this is an incredibly important subject. You know, immigration is, obviously, illegal immigration is one of the primary threats to our republic, uh, and We've been already discussing this. To me, uh, this is a, a really a perfect example of how playing politics uh, and b- how the, the arrogant elitists who are running this country have, are only thinking about remaining in power and lining their own pockets. Because Absolutely. the reason that we have this problem is because to those politicians, illegal immigrants are equal to votes. That's why they're getting in. That's why nothing is being done. Uh, They want those people in here because they know they will vote for the party in power to keep them in power as long as they get the handouts that they need. And, And to me, immigration should be like the baseball draft. We should be choosing people to become citizens in this country based upon their value to America. How will they enhance our country? Those are the people that should Absolutely. be who should be coming in here, just like the baseball draft. We should be selecting people who want to come here and saying, yes, you can come here because we know you will be a valued asset to our nation. You will help us be, remain strong and, uh, and fruitful. So right. uh, that's why like immigration, immigration policy like uh, Australia's, where you have to have uh, uh, assets. And, and, and demonstrate value and or job offer on the table for, for consideration to immigrate to, to Australia. You've got to bring something to Australia that Australia wants or needs. And the way it, it's being handled here, it's, it's, it's not like you said about boats, and it's also cheap labor. So in, instead of, you know, part of this, the, the overwhelming strength of America has been its middle class. We have the largest middle class of any industrialized nation on the planet. 
And when you when you do away with the middle class, then you, you only end up with the haves and the have-nots. And the people at the top of the food chain and the political elitist um, <clears throat> will call all the shots, make all the decisions, and there will always be for what's in their best interest and not not what's in the best interest of the people and certainly not of their liberties and freedoms. So we've but that's uh, um, a, a taste of fire coalition, but we found ourselves fighting more and more constitutional battles. And we talked about um, launching a, a, um, an umbrella coalition to address constitutional issues, chop at the root of the problems. So in 2008, or late 2008, we started putting together the Patriot Coalition and then finally launched it officially uh, July 4th, 2009. But, uh, both are co-founded by... Uh, I didn't co-found the, the Fire Coalition. Uh, I joined it in 2006 as their uh, national marketing director and then eventually in 2007 took over as national director. In 2009, we formally launched the Patriot Coalition uh, my uh, co-founder is a West Point grad, former Army officer, and I'm a Gulf War uh, Navy vet. So they're both veterans organizations. We're all volunteer <laughs> and generally self-funded. Uh, we do take donations, and we could use donations to do what we do. We've got active legislation in Congress and state legislatures, county commissions, city councils across the country, and we're not doing it with millions of dollars. We're working smarter not harder, or attempting to. Um, and our, But our primary mission at the Patriot Coalition is education. And uh, I'm about a trailing-edge baby boomer myself, and when I just look back to what they didn't teach me in uh, K-12 through about American history and about civics and government, um, and then compare that to what they're, the poison they're pumping into the kids' heads now. Um, <clears throat> it's scary. Well, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're really launching into one of the, the second greatest threat uh, to our, our republic is improper, and I call it improper education. Our children are being educated, but what the, they're getting is not truth. They're getting uh, propaganda. Uh, and that's why we're, we have people graduating now who can't read, can't write, um, can't put sentences together, uh, and don't know how to spell, and don't know true American history. You know, it's a funny thing, Jeff. When I, when I was younger, uh, and by the way, I'm also, I was a Navy vet too, Vietnam era, uh, commissioned officer in the Navy, but uh, just to mention. But um, when I was a kid... Um, we used to joke uh, about the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, we were in the middle of the Cold War, and uh, we used to always joke about the fact that the Soviet Union always changed history to uh, reflect the agenda of the communist leaders. Uh, so you'd hear history of, you know, of, of Russia would be completely changed from the truth in order to reflect what the, the rulers wanted the people to hear. And we always thought, well, that doesn't happen here. The fact of the matter is it does, and it happens here to a very, very big way. And that's what, uh, you know, tyrants have done for centuries. They, when they take over a country, they change, the hit, they rewrite the history 
so that it's favorable to them. Uh, you know, Tom Woods, who you, you probably know, wrote an incredible book called uh, The Politically Incorrect Guide to American History. And he goes over uh, just dozens and dozens of, of facts of American history that are being incorrectly taught because they don't fit with the progressive, liberal, uh, political agenda. And that's, what, that's why we're getting people, you know, kids coming out uh, from the classroom today who really don't understand the Constitution and have no idea of what the truth is about American history. Absolutely. And that, that's part of the big scheme is to first remove your knowledge of it, uh, of, of, of the truth, then replace that, uh, that knowledge with a lie. And uh, they, they are uh, disenfranchising the American people away from a, a sense of uh, state, state pride or, or national pride or, or, or national belonging. Uh, they really want to, in the big scheme of things, to dissolve uh, national borders and go back to a city-state model. Uh, it, you can trace this back to uh, FDR, and if, if your your listeners will just Google the, the phrase "New World Moral Order" map, you'll see the map that Churchill, Stalin, and Roosevelt came up with prior to the attacks on Pearl Harbor. That was going to carve up the world afterwards. Um, and it, it called it, a lot of the things that you've heard come out of Barack Obama's mouth about the redistrib- redistribution of wealth uh, and natural resources uh, can be traced right back to the, the policy that Roosevelt, Stalin, and Churchill established in 1940, 1941. We have to take a quick break here on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. More right after this quick break. Well, you know, this all really goes back uh, to the Fabian Socialist Society. Um, you know, Karl Marx, when he died, there were nine people at his funeral. I mean, by all rights, socialism should have died along with Karl Marx. Were it not for George Bernard Shaw and the Fabian Socialists and all of those people that, were, that became involved in that movement, uh, we would not have the problems that we had today. Uh, you mentioned the book by Cleon Skousen, and the Naked Communist. Uh, we know all about that. I mean, uh, that was during the Army McCarthy hearings. He was an FBI agent, uh, and he was privy to all the information that uh, that Senator McCarthy uh, was bringing out in the in the Army McCarthy hearings. And these people were communists, and they were high, and they were high ranking communists in our government. You know, people, uh, you know, like Alger Hiss. And these are the people who were all involved in the, the Council on Foreign Relations and forming the United Nations, which is now the primary spearhead for one world government, one world order, in which we will all be slaves to a bunch of elitist tyrants who will run the world. Absolutely. Uh, I know that you've been uh, very vocal uh, about Common Core. And Absolutely. Uh, agenda, agenda 21 issues. Absolutely. These, Absolutely. These are terrible, all, terrible threats. Uh, uh, Obamacare. 
is sustainable development is Agenda 21. Common Core is Agenda 21. You know, I'll tell you, Jeff, it's when you say, you know, Agenda 21, people look at you like, you know, you should be wearing a tinfoil hat and stuff like that. The problem for people who believe that is that everything about Agenda 21 is available from the UN website. I mean, it's it's all there. You just have to take the time to go and educate yourself about what these people are trying to do. Uh, Dr. Dr. Dan, your taxpayer dollars and every citizen in North Carolina's tax dollars are are going to support uh, a a sustainability department at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. They're indoctrinating uh, not just your K-12 kids, but your college students uh, to this poison, this this globalist garbage. And we're paying for it. Well, we're paying for it. We're absolutely. And, you know, this all started, you know, in earnest in 1992 at the Conference of Rio. And um, in 2012, which was the Rio Plus 20 conference, uh, Hillary Clinton was down there along with the other assembled dictators, despots, uh, arrogant elitists, and other uh, UN uh, trash uh, they were all down there, and she pledged $512 billion to the Agenda 21 project. And so for people who say, well, this is a fantasy, well, where is that $512 billion going? It is going not to some fantasy. It's going to steal our rights, our bo- steal our borders, destroy our borders, and make us all slaves to a one-world tyranny. Right. You mentioned you mentioned the tinfoil hat conspiracy um, <clears throat> stereotype. When I when I started my uh, uh, activism in 2006, uh, one of the people I encountered was a Dr. Dane Peterson, who had a website called Stop the North American Union. And at, at the time, we didn't have the Patriot Coalition uh, yet. Uh, uh, Dr. Pearson used to beat me up over spending my time on this border security stuff. That it was it was a honeypot. It was a diversion. That there was a bigger picture, bigger issues that I needed to be looking at. And initially, I called her that crazy lady in New York. I said she's not just wearing a tinfoil hat; she's a tinfoil hat distributor. But as I proceeded to um, re-educate myself and started spending more time in uh, on Capitol Hill. And in Washington, meeting these movers and shakers, I saw more and more of the people that she was warning me about, you can't trust them, that they're part of the problem, not part of the solution. And eventually I ended up having to confess to her what I'd said to her behind her back, that she's that crazy lady in New York, and that it's now a term of endearment. She was right and was telling the truth. And I think that's part of the problem that American people have is, the truth is so outrageous, they don't want to believe it. Uh, I tell people there's three epiphanies that they need to have. And the first one that is possible, that it's even possible that over half of our public servants, our elected officials, are traitors to their oath, traitors to the Constitution. That it's even possible that over half of them are, could fit in that category. And the second epiphany is that that's what we have. That over half our, our public servants, the people we elect, 
to represent the, the, the people's interests are traitors to their oath. And the third epiphany, if you haven't gotten up out of your chair and taken a personal uh, commitment, a personal commitment to do something about this, then the third one ought to scare, scare, to death, scare you to death, and that is they're not done yet. So if you think you can just stick your head in the sand or retreat to your home and close the doors and the windows, your, your sanctuary, and that this will just this is part of your standard ebb and flow of things going good or going bad in this country, and that this is going to go away, um, you're kidding yourself. It will not go away. We cannot pay back our debt to the founding fathers or our forefathers. We can only pay it forward. And what did, it, what did the founders say about securing the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity? Our posterity is future generations of Americans. <laughs> and if we're not doing our part to defend liberty, and that's the purpose of our government, our constitutional republic is not to keep us safe, fed, housed, none of that. It's to keep us free. It's to protect our God-given rights. And we don't have a right to give those rights away. And we don't have a right to allow someone else to take them away from, from us or from anybody else. You know, I couldn't agree with you more, Jeff. We're talking with Jeff Lewis of the Patriot Coalition. Um, this has been a very, and is going to continue to be a very interesting discussion because we're not done. Because just like they're not done, we're not done. We've identified two major threats already, the the illegal immigrant, their illegal alien Im, uh, invasion of our country, uh, education, the miseducation, the purposeful, I would say the purposeful miseducation of our youth. What other, what other would you count among uh, the major threats to our republic, Jeff? A lack of faith and courage and a lack of understanding of allegiance and protection. Okay. When we, when, uh, the, those are fundamental concepts that people need to understand. Uh, I, I used to say you know, my parents didn't uh, beat me in the head with the Bible or the flag, but they introduced us, me and my siblings, to both and taught us the importance of protecting both the United States, God and country. And the biggest thing we're up against is not the facts. We, we, our legal and and constitutional research team is second to none at the Patriot Coalition. I put them up against the best lawyers money can buy, the best, best constitutional scholars money can buy, um, and and we've done so, and uh, we've not lost an argument. Uh, that's based on fact. But what they've done with the dumbing down of America, what we're losing, what every grassroots uh, citizen, an organization, the battle that we're losing is the psyops, the psychological warfare battle. And that concludes this week's episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. More with Jeff Lewis next week. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property. 
that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Yeah. 